0: yo this is episode 53 of invite the neighbors um if this is your first episode i'm brian i'm the host um a little background i'm a musician this podcast is basically me just interviewing other musicians um just to kind of get their experiences and for honestly for myself to learn because i'm trying to make it as a musician like a lot of you listening are and it's good to just talk with people who have have started to have that success and just maybe and, and people who haven't yet you know just to like i just i'm just curious i'm interested in hearing from other musicians like specifically a lot of times in the like the indie emo diy scene just because that's kind of where i've fallen um but anyways this episode features Corey from prince daddy and the hyena um pretty sweet that this happened uh Corey tweeted out that he had some time off and wanted to be on a podcast and then i have some you know cool friends that support the podcast so i appreciate you guys like tweeting at him and saying and mentioning my podcast it's that's awesome to me like thank you so much and he said he'd be willing so I my buddy Jake um, from the band No Fun Club hit me up and was like hey dude check your Twitter mentions and so I did and saw that you know Prince Daddy wanted to be on a podcast blah 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 DM'd the Prince Daddy page and within 10 minutes we were chatting on Discord um, it was just really cool like you know, Corey and I ended up having a lot in common from just like a musical standpoint we're both kind of like the head songwriters and at least one band and we had you know we could relate on a lot especially in terms of just like going into a studio or just like shouldering the responsibility of having a very particular vision for things and but then also not wanting to like be perceived as a dickhead for like you know knowing what you want we just talked about a lot of like interesting i think like somewhat deep topics which is what I hope is the hallmark of this podcast when it's at its best um yeah because i I just like i just like hearing from other musicians and just people within the music scene in general um so follow us at invite the neighbors on instagram at itn pod on twitter at ITN Pod on Facebook. We're on Spotify, iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher Radio, wherever you find podcasts, we're gonna be there. Website invite the neighbors.blueberry.net. Check it out. Check out all the bands that have been on. They're all worth your time. And you know, thanks for listening, everybody who's been here before and for the first time. Cool. Yep. We're yeah. In there. So Corey, was you say yes. your name from uh Prince Daddy and the hyena? That's me. Pleasure to be with you on the interwebs, dude. Yes,
1: it's a pleasure to be here. Thank you for having me. I'm still drinking some beers yes we are i mean not a beer i'm drinking yeah uh close enough like, right it's a, a like seltzer, seltzer? Red
0: grapefruit seltzer with uh
1: coconut rum
0: nice yeah. <laughs> what is that i heard some yelling in the background that was me oh that was you nice I'm
1: Making stupid noises because i'm stupid
0: just using yeah. like your your mic dynamics though like you back away from the mic yeah when you yeah, yeah. Are very yeah. good <laughs> So, yeah, dude, we we're you were just saying record turnaround time, which yes. for sure, because so that was I crazy. was just that
1: was like 10 minutes.
0: Yeah, dude, I was I was chilling just watching Westworld. And uh, my my friend Jake was like, hey, check your Twitter mentions. Uh, the dude from Prince Daddy is like trying to do a podcast. <laughs> so I was like, oh, my God, like, I could literally do this right now. I told you. And then it's like 10 minutes later. Yeah. Here we are.
1: And then I was like, I mean, yeah, I could too. I ain't doing shit.
0: So what do you do in the band?
1: What do I do in the band? Yeah. Yo, I'm not going to lie to you. Hold up one second. On reason, my thing fucked up and it uh, it was on loop, but I just turned it off so I can start recording now. Is that chill with you?
0: Uh, Yeah, that's fine. That's fine.
1: Okay. Well, it's recording good now. What do I do in the band? All right. Yeah. Let's see. Let's see here. I play the guitar. I play. Play the vocal chords, and I write the music.
0: Oh, word! Yes. So, so, first of all, really cool band name, by the way. I think like, Prince Daddy and the Hyenas, fucking hilarious sounding. <laughs> like, it, it's pretty awesome. Like, <laughs> I'm, you. I'm sure you've probably been asked a million times, like where that came from, but I'm gonna ask you one more time.
1: <laughs> um, you know. I've done a couple podcasts today and they all asked me this question first and the I'll thing ask you is, some better I, questions. I appreciate though. I, no, 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 That's not what I'm saying. It's not what I'm saying. <laughs> I, it's a great question. It's a great question. I understand why you're asking it. But the thing is when it's like someone at a show or something being like, yeah, what does your band name mean? Usually my go-to response is like, completely bullshitting an answer and making us some stupid ass story like that makes no sense that like literally makes no sense and it'll be different every time however (laughs) the fact the fact that I that's good you invited me on this show and are spending your time with me right now I respect you too much to lie to you so I'm just gonna (laughs) be real to you and let you know that I am not going to tell you
0: that's dude (laughs) that's that's even better
1: Yes, I don't want to lie to you. I could have come up with a silly, stupid little thing, but I don't want to lie to you because I respect the fact that you're taking time out of your Sunday night at ten thirty to come chat with me. That means a lot.
0: I honestly, I'm here for the content. So you (laughs) you creatively not answering the question is better than giving a shitty answer. You know? Hell yes. (laughs) Good. Yeah, great job, dude. Great job. Good start.
1: We're off to a solid start.
0: Yeah. So like, I'll I'll give you a little background on this podcast so you kind of know like what do. i doing so like i play music and like i within the last year i you know i've discovered the diy scene or whatever and like i i didn't oh have any uh connections i didn't know what to do with my band i didn't know how to get shows blah 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 right and i'm like i'm not the type of person who's very good at like going to shows and meeting people that way so like
1: yes, me neither
0: but I love podcasts, so I figured, let me, I'll do a podcast about the DIY scene, and then I'll invite all the bands on the podcast to talk about, you know, what is, just their general experience of being in a band, and also love just, it. like, you know, the human experience, like, I just, yes. you know, a lot of times we just chill, it's usually in person, this is only the second Discord episode I've done, Right. On. so, like, it's just, like, me hanging out with other musicians, basically, like, it. getting to know them, yeah, it's just, yes. you know, there's no real rules you can swear (laughs) a lot of times people ask people ask if they can swear i'm like yes you can swear i did the
1: i was i like put up a tweet or like an instagram post i forget like saying like yo like i got seven days to do nothing like have me on your podcast whatever so some people hit me up so i've been doing podcast today and the first one i did i said the f word and i was like wait (laughs) am i supposed to do that and they're like, "Oh yeah, you're chill." I got really nervous though. I was like, "Uh oh, did I just fuck up the first time I've ever been on a podcast?" Yeah, I mean, I So think thank you for clarifying. Yeah, dude, because like, I, I, I tend to say that word a lot.
0: Yeah, I, I, I fucking say it a lot too. Uh, <laughs> and, and see, like, I didn't even mean like it's gonna come off really corny, but I didn't even mean to say "fuck" in there. I just did. But um,
1: <laughs> you are uh, cracking up a little bit. I don't know if that's my headphones or what's if that? That's, your your voice is like chip in a little bit. I don't know if that's my headphones or if that's the connection. Uh, talk one more time for me. I'm sorry.
0: Oh, you're good. Now I he- now I hear you. You no, cut I, off for a sec.
1: You uh, you're chipping for me. I can, it's it's Oh, awkward. You're like cracking up a lot. Um uh, maybe it's my headphones. Hold up one sec. Try talking again.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. Talking, hmm. talking, talking
1: it's definitely cracking up a little bit, but I can still hear you. But as long as it's not recording it that way, I can still make out what you're saying.
0: Yeah, no, my levels are, are solid over on this. end. Okay.
1: I can still hear you. It just, it just sounds a little funky. I just want to make sure it doesn't fuck up anything.
0: Okay, no, we're good.
1: Cool. Um, Cool. Cool.
0: But yeah, like it's funny because I back to like the whole like swearing and, or, you know, people not realizing if they can swear or not. It it kind of reminds me of like why I kind of, wanted like what my ethos i guess are for the podcast like i hate like radio interviews i really hate like sterile like interview questions where you can tell the interviewer doesn't give a shit about like who they're interviewing they're just you know they have to get content and it's very scripted yeah and it's just like nobody who lists who likes that shit dude right I, i don't get that at all like i want i wanted bands to have a place to where like you come on my podcast the goal is that like you share it with your followers and they get to see like your personality. You, you know what right. I mean? Yeah, and I'm not, I'm
1: happy to share my personality as much as I can.
0: Yeah, and I mean like your band has hyena in the name so I'm assuming you have a personality that's pretty interesting. <laughs> <laughs> so like uh,
1: I hope I live up to that uh, that uh, pre-existing <laughs> expectation.
0: One of my favorite podcasts called History Hyenas and they just talk about hey, hyenas all the time and it's just... They're a pretty cool animal. They're wild, dude. They're wild.
1: They're they are pretty crazy, yeah. You ever seen Lion King?
0: Uh, yeah. its been, I haven't seen the live-action one. Yeah, I me neither. Mixed reviews. Eric,
1: Eric Andre plays a hyena in that movie, though. I thought Really? That was, yeah, Eric Andre plays one of the hyenas. I thought that was funny. I didn't see the movie either, though. I just heard that.
0: Yeah, I heard it was really bad. I heard mm-hmm. it was just, like, weird. So, what are... uh So... You know, you tweeted out like wanting to be on podcast. Are you an avid podcast listener, or did you just like uh, figure?
1: I'm starting. I, I on the last tour we did, not the last tour. Uh, Prince Daddy did our first headliner in the summer, and I started listening to a lot of podcasts on drives. So like, Good for I, that. I, I yeah, I I started I started getting into them, but really I was just like, uh, I don't have a job at home. Prince Daddy's kind of like what i have to do so yeah when i'm it's home dope. like yeah, yeah it's it's definitely like it, it's the dream for sure but when i'm home and like i don't really have like there's no there's nothing planned for a week or i have like 7 days it's just nothing no job or anything it's kind of like yeah i i want to i want to feel productive in one way or another and if prince daddy's all i got then i just want to do what i can to get out there you know yeah you know it's, it's and, really I liked, cool. and i like and i like talking to people I, I i have a lot of fun connecting with new people and uh you know some podcasts are based are, are very specific about certain things some are not some are just conversational and i just like having someone i don't know yeah just, no dude just, it's i it's nice
0: yeah i get it like this is right now this is better than what i was doing
1: <laughs> exactly yeah like this is this is better than me like dramatically texting all my friends being like yo i'm bored right you know what i'm saying
0: right you know it's weird too like because technically what we're doing right now could be considered like a professional maneuver right you know if you think about it that way but, but like we're just what drinking
1: I, rum talking about music yeah
0: dude that's what i love about <laughs> dude, that's what i love about the music scene like in general the music like it's, it's, so, it's so informal, informal. Yeah, as many flaws as music industry obviously has with all the people like who you know are out to just like use artists for money and shit like that. Obviously, right. that's a thing, but like we, like you get paid. I shouldn't say we because I literally don't get paid yet. I get nine dollars a month from Patreon because we're just starting out. But uh, like that's $9 you get paid didn't have before, dude. Fuck yeah, I'm eternally grateful for every cent. But like, you get paid to just be an animal. You know what I mean? Like, dude, you just it get, really
1: does feel like. Like, that's exactly it. Like, to me, like, I know this is a very cliche thing to say, but like, honestly, genuinely, genuinely, from the bottom of my heart, like, it's crazy to be getting paid for something that I would pay to do. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's it's actually insane. Like, it makes no sense to me. I'm eternally grateful for it, but it makes zero sense to me why I am living my life off of this right now. Like, I yeah. this is a hot this is fun this is what i would want to do without the money you know
0: yeah and so like that that's an interesting point because like well first of all gratitude is something that i bring up a lot on this podcast because i i really try to like stress that it's important to be grateful even when you're like in my position like my band is just starting out we're playing tiny little shows you know what's your band called again? i'm so sorry oh you're good dude we're called uh in a daydream right on and,
1: from michigan yeah, right
0: yep yep making a, a record right now so there's there's not even anything out yet we're just we're still yeah. recording but like right on. you know what i mean but like it's you have to like enjoy that part of like the journey if you will you know and and great gratitude is a big oh, part yeah. of that
1: i feel i so, feel like the gratitude is it, it, i don't think that's part of the journey i think that will continue until the journey's over honestly for me at yeah. least yeah.
0: It's good it's good to have that because like no one wants to, you know, the like the phrase like never meet your heroes kind of thing. I think yes. a lot of that comes from if you meet people who aren't grateful or they don't uh convey that sense of gratitude for this awesome life that they yes. have, you know.
1: I totally agree. And but however, I think that phrase might be a little dated because I don't really feel like in this day and age there are really like rock stars you know what i'm saying yeah like I fame mean, is being devalued I, I, could, I could be wrong i could be very wrong but like in the world i live in at least it's like the people who are like idolized and stuff are like mid-tier people who like pay rent from like yeah week month to month you know what i'm saying like it's not like these people who are like flying in jets everywhere the people who are idolized are like our peers are people who are on level playing field yeah, with dude. you
0: yeah and that's, that's what's really dope about it. And it's like the entry fee, if you will, is like very low. It, it just, yeah. it just feels like you don't have to have clout in order to just be considered as an equal. No, that's
1: exactly it. That's exactly it. And if it, like I think about it, like I, I have this conversation with friends a lot and like, I just watched, this is crazy, but I just, you ever seen the movie Almost Famous? Yeah, dude. I just watched it for the first time the other day because my, my friend Jade from Oso, Oso recommended it to me and he, and uh. Oh, I've met Jade. Yes. He was really,
0: I met him at a show. He was just really nice. He's my,
1: he's like my number one best friend. Like he, I, I, I'm talking to him right now, actually on the phone. Oh, sweet. uh, But, um, he, I was watching that movie and I was like, I know this is obviously like a movie and it's, it's highly fictional, but I feel like it does ring true that like the times were, were very different. Like I feel like back in the day, like seventies, eighties, you were either Famous like private jet famous, or you're a failure. Whereas now, in 2020, or even like you know 2010, it's you can you can be living in like a a standard ass little like apartment in Boston or whatever, and be making music and making it work and and being like a C list celebrity, like like you know what I mean, like like, like there's people who like. Like a 15-year-old will idolize or something, but you are completely like on the same, living the same life as them. Yeah. Which I I don't think that existed back like 30, 40 years ago. I don't think it did.
0: No, because not everybody had the access to like the, the, the channels that like i guess famous people had like media so like back in the day in order to like have like widely pro- proliferated media r- related to like specifically yourself you had to kind of mm-hmm. to be famous right nowadays yeah. you can have your own instagram and like exactly. fame fame has become devalued because so many people can Everyone's have thousands right. of followers yeah yeah, yeah. Right. it's like it's just like it's i think for me it's it's back to like who are you as a person like do i like you like right the, that's exactly the, what it is like your drug
1: dealer from from middle school's famous you know what i'm saying like like everyone yeah. like, like if yeah, it, social media exists middle school oh damn r.i.p for sure <laughs> but, <laughs> but uh like i just it's just like if if you have a good hashtag or have a good post like then you're famous it's not like do you have a big studio backing you like that's not what it's about nowadays. Yeah. like that's not what yeah. that's not the make or break there is no make or break you're you, like you're good at what you do you good. you're good at what you do or you're not and I feel like that's it nowadays, which I feel like is kind of more fair yes. than what it was my Yeah, opinion. because
0: it, it, I think it's not as easy or it's not as widespread to have like uh, the like artists that are entirely a product of a label because now like all these artists who are genuinely good like have their own avenues to promote themselves and it it's more of a meritocracy now I feel like because yeah the people are deciding. Like when you have access to everything, people are going to choose the stuff that like, it actually is there's substance to it. You know what I mean? They're not not just being fed shit from labels and they don't have any other sources of entertainment.
1: Exactly. It's, it's hard to say like, obviously there's, there's instances that I'm looking past when I say this, but it's hard to say that stuff can be so artificial when literally like everyone has the option of anything at their fingertips with their phone. Like, like it's like, you can like whatever the hell you want to like. Like if you like like retro wave music, there's a whole like subreddit for it. If you like, like, if you like, like whatever the hell you like, there's a community out there and you can find it and you can make sure that the people doing the people contributing to what you are, you know, consume. I know what you mean. That they will be fed you know, and I think that's really special and that, and that's kind of a new development in the world that I'm lucky to be living in because I am currently being fed.
0: If that yeah. makes sense. No, it absolutely does. And like, it reminds me of like, I've, I've mentioned this on the podcast a few times, but like I I'll hear people, you know, specifically when you hang out in like the DIY emo scene, you know, I'll hear right? people in bands that will say like, people don't want to hear my music. You know what I mean? Or, or I'm not going to, make it or whatever i mean i'm paraphrasing poorly but like the, no, the no, general couldn't. idea is the fact that they don't play emo music they don't they're, they're afraid they're not going to get popular or whatever i'm like mm-hmm. you're just looking in the wrong place because like you said there's there's a spot for there's an audience for everything, everything. now dude everything. like it's it's even you know i think
1: even the shit even even, yeah. the stuff, even the stuff of no value even the stuff of, of zero quality there is an audience for that and i respect that and i yeah. like that i'm not shitting on it i think that's cool as fuck well
0: it's also like subjective too you know what i mean like right absolutely I mean, there's like certain things that are just like aren't have zero quality i think of like nazis you know what i mean like right. things are okay, they're just clear. like you know right, clearly, you got me on this one <laughs> no i'm not i'm not i'm not pulling the nazi card on you i'm just saying like in in general like the things that like i there's no value to me but there's value to somebody else you know what i mean like yeah so if you're playing emo if you're playing music that's like not conducive to the emo scene just you can hang out there but like don't try to force yourself into it because you think those are the popular kids i think that's what happens i think people view it like they're the cool kids i'm like dude it's all subjective just find what makes you fucking bob your head you know right. and yes, hang out those somewhere. people it's
1: it's not yeah. high school it's not high school you know you, you there's somewhere you fit in like there is yeah. somewhere like the internet's a very big place the world is a very yes. big place you know it's not it's yeah. not like high school where there's cliques it's like there's there's communities not cliques it's like you find
0: that's a good distinction
1: you find where you uh It's just like you you can find where you fit, you know, like there is the the world is sort of like a puzzle. It's not, it's not like a, it's not like a puzzle with a certain amount of pieces, but there is things that just fit and that you can find, you can find where you fit and where you, where you will do well and succeed.
0: Yeah. And and I'm not, I'm not like discouraging people from, I'm not saying like don't hang out specifically in the, indie like emo diy scene i'm just saying like for your music like it is a community but like also if you want to make it in music you kind of have to be smart business wise about it especially if you're diy like Mm -hmm. you know you can have yeah like if your strategy is to like just keep playing shows in a scene that you just don't fit into stylistically then you're just What are you doing? You know, like hang out, go to those shows, but like find your musical audience if you want to make money and you want to like sustain yourself.
1: I definitely agree with you. However, I think we got lucky in the sense like I think you're 100 percent right. But I think we just got lucky because that that is something that like this band started five years ago and that I don't think that's something that I ever considered when this band started. I think we just got lucky and somehow fell into the right uh, yeah, sub community. If that makes sense, you know, it was never yeah. it was never an intentional like, okay, we belong with these bands, we belong at these sh- at these house shows. You know, it was more so just like these are my friends, these are my friends' friends. This is how it's going. But I do agree in the sense that like there is a strategy, like especially now in the band where it's like this is my job, I'm I'm being fed off this, so it's like there definitely is strategy to it.
0: Absolutely, right. So if you could like think but so you said you started five years ago and, five and a half yeah probably Something so like that. this is like such a cheesy question but like if you could go back and like tell that person like five years ago uh-huh. like some advice on like what like what were the things that you feel like you can directly attribute your success to like things to if you could go back and tell that person five years ago like all right you need to focus on this and not worry about this so much if does anything come to mind
1: Um, well, okay, I'm going to answer the question directly in a second. However, I'm going to preface the question with I also got really lucky with my band, in my opinion, because for like the four years before I started Prince Daddy, Prince Daddy is my first band. And the four years before I started that band, I was throwing my parents, let me throw shows in our at our house. Oh sick. In, in Albany, New York, which is like not really a music hotspot, but it's also like geographically located in a spot where like it makes sense for bands to hit between like let's say they're going, I don't know, from blah blah to Boston or whatever. It's like something you know what I'm saying? Like geographically it's a right. place that makes sense. So I got lucky in the sense that like these bands that I love and stuff were reaching out to me for shows. So I was making connections and stuff. So I feel like that those connections over those couple years made getting involved a lot easier. So I'm not going to, I'm not going to look, pa- I'm not going to look over that because that was definitely a thing that made this possible. But if I were to go back and tell myself what I would, fo- what I like, what things to focus on as far as like what got me to where I am, is that what you're asking?
0: Yeah, like, you know, cuz I I think about you know, when you're a start when you're starting as a musician and I can only base on my own experiences and just things yeah. I've heard from other people, but like it it can be overwhelming all the f- things you feel like you need mm-hmm. to do and yeah. like all the, you know, I'm Absolutely. just curious like f- from from your perspective like now that you've kind of, you know, you've made it to the point where you don't have to have another job, like what were the things if you can think of like that the, uh, things in particular it you me. did, or yeah, 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 gotcha. just in general. Okay,
1: okay. Okay. Um. Well, a, I think writing songs you believe in, I think is number one. I think that's. I think writing songs that you're proud of and that you believe in is number one, no matter what. Hands down. But that goes without saying. I think. I think the most important, directly, is being involved. Which is honestly harder than it sounds coming out of my mouth. Just like you know, going to local shows and like introducing yourself and putting, Dude, your, I, putting your music I out that. there and shit. It's hard. Like it's it's not easy. It Especially like if you like I know a lot of people in this community, myself included, like heavy, heavy, heavy included. I struggle from like severe social anxiety. So like Yeah, that's
0: all too be- common, you know.
1: Right. Yeah. It really is. It really is. So like doing that could be the hardest part, but it also could be the most important, just like getting out there and ha- uh, like state, like just making
0: yourself to- synonymous with like the scene kind with of thing. everything
1: else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, it's just like making sure that you have your place in whatever you're trying to do. Like, the, like the, making sure uh, there is a spot for Corey Gregory in punk rock music, you know, just like making yeah. it available for yourself, I think is the most important part.
0: See, that's, that's good to like, that's good to hear. That's one of the things that I love about having this podcast is cause like, I'm literally trying to do exactly what you're doing. So it's like, I get to pick people's brains and figure out right. what works for them and stuff. And yeah. hopefully it's like a, like a resource for other musicians that listen. Cause like, you know, there's, a decent i feel like most of my listeners are other bands like bands that have either been on the podcast or like just heard about it through because you know you go it's the same when you go to shows a lot of times local shows there are a lot of people in other bands you know yeah absolutely so, so i would just hope that like people could hear this type of stuff and you know feel like inspired or you like, know
1: yeah absolutely and i was talking on another podcast today today i said this but i'm gonna say it again because i feel like it's very relevant i i feel like it's very discouraging to hear, but there is a certain sense of right place, right time in the, yeah. in, in in the matter of success, you know what I'm saying? However, yep. I don't think I feel like when I say that you immediately like use think of that as synonymous with luck, like having good luck, but I don't think of it that way.
0: Like, no, I right. think you can like create that. You can exactly like, have a like have like your finger on the pulse of what's going on and know and be like strategic about like when you release and like be aware of what's going on. And like say, like right now, like dogleg is like having their moment, you know what I mean? Right. So if like if you're trying to like get a lot of attention, you probably don't want to like release your record the same month as them. It's just like an no, example, exactly, you know? And no,
1: then no, that's a perfect example. Like right place, right time isn't like just get lucky, right place, right time is like. Be at places and do things. You know what I'm saying. The more you yeah. do, the more you do, the more the chances of you being at the right place at the right time increase. You know, there's it's yeah. not just luck. There's a way to increase that percentage.
0: Yeah, just I mean, dude, do. it's just like just the say, oldest yes, like, it's like the oldest sports metaphor. Like, make your own luck. You know, like,
1: exactly. It, That's exactly it. I don't play sports, that, <laughs> but you know what? That's true.
0: Yeah, like cheesy shit that you don't expect to like. Actually, apply to real life. I, I mean, I grew up playing sports, and like, I always once I started playing guitar, I was like, "Oh, dude, like, I'm a punk. I'm not, a, I'm not, an <laughs> you know." Amen. yeah, same. But,
1: except I never did the sports thing in general.
0: If you just remove the toxicity and just look at the me- the the messages, sometimes there's all a lot there. of good stuff there. It's yeah, all
1: there. there's some real good stuff there. <laughs> Damn, this is this is a good conversation. This is getting deep. I'm, I'm happy this happened. Yeah, dude, for
0: real. Like I. I, I don't talk
1: about this shit often unless unless I'm prompted to, but here I am
0: drinking. That tea. is, uh, I'm, I'm living it. That is a high compliment to me. Like I pride myself as I guess as a host on. You're on killing being, it, man! You're killing yeah, it, yeah, dude. Thanks. Like I want, I want the conversation to feel real because, like, I want people to like, like I said, here the personalities of the artists like i want people to like not just talk about like you know what is your band named after you know what i mean like what are right. your songs about who is your favorite I mean, music and like the personality i'll ask questions like that but like
1: the personality of the host is just important
0: yeah dude because I, I don't give a shit about so many things that people talk about on a daily <laughs> basis even you like got I, you gotta pretend I, at
1: least you gotta you dude,
0: gotta do yeah like i'm nice you know but like yeah, i am not you
1: got me thinking like what in the past half hour no dude i no. not
0: giving a fuck about i'm just no, playing dude. i'm just playing i'm totally playing
1: <laughs> no i know
0: no but the thing is like i like in my natural conversation i tend to like veer towards the deeper side of the pool you know what i mean no, like, I, i'm happy that's to be the shit that excites me
1: yeah yeah no, I, 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 this is a conversation that i would have never had unless i was prompted so yes kudos to that's you. That's the host. highest
0: praise you could give me. I really appreciate you saying that. And beer number two is cracking open at the moment.
1: <laughs> Hell yes, St- brother!
0: Stroh's Detroit Lager, <laughs> dude, dude. I got invited on a a Michigan like uh, this podcast called Potems Up, Uh and it's yeah. just like these dads in their basement reviewing Michigan beers. And I went, sick. yeah, I went and did it just because, like, I don't say no to things. And it, what I'm getting at is that, like, you it's cool that you wanted to do this because there's so many people that like are maybe at your level of success, you know, that would just dismiss it. But you're, you've like maintained a sense of humility, it would seem. And you don't care that the podcast isn't big. You know what I I mean? Like it's for, I I think think for people like, like you and I, because I've, I try to be like humble too. Right. it, It doesn't register with me. Like how big something is. It's just like, would I do that or not? You know? Yeah, absolutely.
1: Yeah. I don't think, I don't think that really, uh, affects anyone in Prince daddy's state of mind. I think our, uh, an unwritten mission statement we always have had and will continue to have is just be as transparent as possible and to not pretend we're any less, uh, not pretend we're any less grounded as any of as anyone else you know we're just yeah we're, we're doing the same thing everyone else is
0: yeah and i think what's cool like the dream would be to be like with music success in in this little niche that we're in mm-hmm. like you could be uber famous quote-unquote within right. like a community and then go to Walmart no one knows where the fuck you are you know and I feel exactly. like that is beautiful that is so beautiful like I would love to be at a level where like I could just go on a tour and play clubs and sell out clubs and everybody there is just fucking digging the art that I'm making and then everywhere else no one bothers me like that would be so awesome I honestly
1: awesome. feel like most of my most of my peers are are in that position honest like if I'm being totally honest like yeah If I think of like, like Eric from Mom Jeans or Eric from Remo, it's like Remo Drive. It's like, yeah, we we toured with both those bands, and when you're at one of those shows, they are celebrities. You know, like if 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 you if if these these kids whose parents drop them off to a show see Eric Butler or Eric Paulson, it's like, right, they will run up to them and be like, oh my god, like is that really them? And get a picture and like you know, like it's like like seeing a celebrity. But like there's no way anyone in like the cashier at Walmart's gonna be like, Are you Eric Butler from Mom Jeans? You know what I'm right. saying?
0: Right. And like the once a year when that does happen, you're like, Oh
1: fuck yeah, cool, That's flattering. You know? Yeah, that's extremely yeah. flattering. Exactly. Yeah, one hundred percent. Like that even happened to me. Like I was I went to the liquor store at at like uh across the street from our manager's house and I got I, someone was like, Yo, like you're Corey from Princeton, you're playing the Sinclair tonight. And I was like, Damn, yeah i am that's me like fuck yes like it was like it was special to me i assume if that happened all the time i'd i it would get a little weird and annoying but like that happening is very flattering it's it's very it's like very special
0: yeah and i i would i couldn't imagine being like john Mayer. you know like or like everybody fucking knows you like you can't go anywhere without like a like you might as well carry a sharpie with you. You know what I mean? Like, right? It just, absolutely. Uh, it just doesn't. And you know, it sounds really dumb, like coming from somebody who's like no, it not doesn't. even. But like, it really doesn't. It's or, because, or like, presumptuous. You know,
1: there's people who have who, who like have died because of it. Like, think about Amy Winehouse. Like, I feel I feel like yeah. if someone like Amy Winehouse, like the reason she she died so young is because like. That fame was like not suiting her level of comfort, you know? Yeah. And that's yeah. just, that, that, and that's terrifying. So I feel like, I feel like the fact that this mid tier of like celebrity, I guess, I, I, I'm i using that very loosely,
0: but you no, know, I know what, what you mean.
1: mean. Yeah. I feel like the fact that that does exist is very healthy and very positive.
0: Yeah. And it, it's, it, it, it kind of goes back to one of the first things we talked about was like, you know, even though you have that, Moderate level of, like you said, loosely celebrity in context, like contextual celebrity, if you will. Right. So exactly. Like, yeah. Yes. That's. that's but a good like. Way to put it. Yeah, but like even in that context, you're just hanging out. You know, like you still, yeah. you're just everybody's your peer. There's not like this. I mean, people might treat you like you're above them, which but is strange. Fake. But it's all fake. Yeah. yeah. Not,
1: there's no. There's no actual definitive like totem pole or anything. It's just all people living their lives, living it one way or another. Yeah. There's no like, no one's better than anyone else here. Whereas like, you know, I don't know, Joaquin Phoenix, it like, you know what I'm saying? Like they're like, once you get to that point, it's like, okay, are these people even human? You know what I'm
0: saying? Whereas here, it's (laughs)
1: like these celebrities, like these, these quote unquote celebrities, like they are human, like they're humanized figures that, are living the same life as you except maybe with a guitar in their hand 50% more
0: time than you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. People get caught up on like the the um, ancillary details. I don't know if that's the right word, but like the, like okay, so think about this. Like, yeah, you you don't feel any different. You don't feel better than other people and not that this makes you better, but you're selling tickets. You know what I mean? Right. And people get caught up on like the the monetary things. They get caught right. up on the numbers mm-hmm. and they don't realize that, like, and this kind of will lead into the next question, they don't realize that, like, you're just still a guy, you know? That's all
1: you are. That's all it is. (laughs) Honestly, truly.
0: And so, like, this kind of leads me into what I've, I'm really glad that you're on this podcast because I've really been wanting to talk with somebody who's, like, kind of, like, made it to the point that you're at for a while. Mm -hmm. And I'm just curious, like, if, if there was a point when you realized, like, oh shit like I'm making it and how like how did it feel like what was the moment if there is a moment or like a time period and like what if anything like changed about your day to day um
1: well for the first like hmm let's say three years of Prince Daddy, me and Cameron, our guitarists, we worked for my dad. He has a vacuum company and we would go to people's houses and <clears throat> just clean them. Like just like manual yeah. labor, just like clean, clean their houses, vacuum their floors, power wash, whatever, do, like whatever they needed done. We do it. That, that, that was what we do. We just go talk clean, listen to music on our phone, like, you know, just pick albums to listen to while we're cleaning and shit. And uh, yeah. I feel like maybe a year ago, maybe a year and a half ago, honestly probably around when Cosmic Thrill Seekers came out is when we never really had to go back. And it's and it was yeah. like like I, I, we're def- we're not making Bang or anything. We're definitely not we're, right. we're not like not all of us live with our parents right now to be totally nice. honest. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Like like when I when I say we're living off Prince Daddy, I mean that, but we're not paying rent. We're living with our parents. Everybody so, needs help,
0: bro. I get yeah, it.
1: exactly. So, however, we are making it work. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, uh, She'd be proud of really, it, you know? Yeah. And I, and I, I think I am. I, it, it's hard to say that about yourself sometimes. But, yeah. 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 <laughs> but I am really, really happy at the position I'm in. And I think CTS came out. And I think once we did that first, our first ever headlining tour was the, cosmic thrill-seeking forever tour the, the the tour supporting the record and um we did that and sold out shows on it came home with a big chunk of change in our pocket and then we and then after that we started like we got we started getting chunks of change in our pocket monthly you know from from spotify out music or whatever and i feel like yeah so like that Do you guys have time, some
0: plays man like if like for people who like maybe don't know your band like i was just checking like there's you know you got millions of plays that's pretty yeah, sweet you know it's
1: really fucking cool like and i like it i hope i don't sound like i'm bragging because we really don't make a lot of money like we live with our right. parents and we have no choice because right. like we we couldn't pay for <laughs> our own rent
0: <laughs> right but
1: That being said, like we pay for our own food, we pay for like like our our luxury our luxurious things and stuff, you know what I'm saying? Our own stuff. Yeah. We 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 live our lives the way we want to because of That's a luxury in itself, dude. Exactly. Exactly. And I'm really grateful for that. And I feel like the moment that we realized that was probably getting home from the Cosmic Thrill Seekers tour is when we all we're all like, damn, none of us need to go back to a job right now. We can just like kinda write songs and plan. That's more gotta tours. be so
0: glorious. <laughs> it's Honestly, be so great.
1: It has felt, it has been such a relief to be, this is right now, as we speak right now, this is the longest break I've had from touring since the band started five years ago. And in other words, this is the first time I've had more than 50 days off in a row in five years.
0: Yeah, that's a lot. Yeah, I don't, so I, don't, I couldn't tell you the last time I had that many days off. Holy like, shit! Like
1: I had, I've had fifty days off, and when I say days off, I just mean like not touring, you know.
0: Yeah, you're not on someone I, else's. I, I'm home. Schedule. I, I,
1: I'm I'm in I'm in my quote unquote home, which is crazy. Like, and I feel like that that's kind of special also because at one point I was doing Prince Daddy in order to live, you know, right. But now it's like I can be, I can finally like kind of rebuild my home life because I have the luxury of having, uh, yeah, yeah, steady as a pillow. At, you know what I'm saying?
0: Yeah. That's got to be nice. Like I would, I look at bands and I just think, like, God, that would almost be my favorite part would be after tours. Like, not my favorite right. part. That sounds stupid, but like my no, no, dream no, life. Like, my dream life is to be, like, in a band where, like, I tour a lot, but when I'm not touring, I go and just do, like, stand-up comedy or something, and just, like, in right. clubs, like, I just go do yeah. comedy and just, like, hang out and just, like, live, live a carefree life. life. Yeah, dude. Yeah,
1: live a life, live, live a home life, like, make make friends with your neighbors and shit like that, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, that's some shit that doesn't happen on tour, like, that's some shit that, like, when you're on tour for five years straight, it's, like, those concepts get really lost like even even the concepts of family like i my my, my brother just had a kid and like so so i have a, a nephew now so it's like i'm an uncle and like when you're on tour like that shit kind of flies by like i'll come home from a tour and he'll and he'll be talking and i'll be like what the fuck you know right like time still moves when you're on tour and it's to come home and to have like like right now i have like it's towards the end now but t- in total I think it was like 3 or 4 months when I'm just like here rebuilding my home life and it's it's kind of cool. You know, I love being on tour more than anything but it's also cool to like be like okay, this is still here. Like I still have my family, I still have my like friends from high school. Go, yeah. You know what I'm
0: saying? What is it what has it been like um I mean, have you guys all had like solid like family support like they're they're like behind what you guys are doing? Because I know a lot of musicians, Um, like their families will be, because it is kind of like a crapshoot, you know. Like sometimes families will discourage you. Yes. Um,
1: I feel like I I might be the only one with the supportive parents. However, however, they make up for everyone else's non-supportive parents because my dad is literally the reason this band exists. My my dad like. My dad got me into Green Day. My dad bought me my sick. first guitar. My dad, like, he suggested throwing shows at the house. He, oh, like, that's badass! Yeah, like he, my my dad is like the punkest dad of all time. Like, that's sick. He shows me <laughs> new Menzinger songs when they come out. You know what I'm saying? That's it's, so
0: dad. That's so punk dad, dude. dude know it's, Menzinger it's songs. Really,
1: <laughs> it's so sick. Like my that's my hilarious. dad is like, I can't stress enough how grateful I am for my situation at home because without my dad and my mom n- n- not to discredit my mom she she's amazing as well but like my dad is so en- <laughs> enthusiastic about what i do it's crazy like he know like before cts came out i sent him demos and he knew every song by name he said i like that one part and breather like That's where you do so the falsetto like, dope, like i, love it. I love it he's like very involved and he loves it and he like and he's he like helped pay for our van the first tour we did he paid for our merch dude That's how supportive he is. He paid for the first ever tour we did. He paid for, he paid for the shirts we made. It it was very special. you, man.
0: That's great. And I say that in like a, in a nice way. You know what I mean? No,
1: I agree. I agree. I'm, I'm very lucky. And I feel like most people, I feel like like bands come through my house all the time, whether it was like back when I threw shows at the house, or if it's like now when my homies need a place to crash, when they play in Albany, they'll usually crash at my house. And it's like their, their main takeaway is, Mr. Gregory is the fucking man.
0: That's dope, dude. Was he in a band <laughs> growing up? Was he a musician he too? Or? He loves music. He's an appreciator. Okay.
1: He's not a musician. He wants to be. But <laughs> I, he'll get there someday. I know
0: he will. But One day. <laughs>
1: one day. I know for a fact he will one day. Bring every- him out
0: on tour, dude. he be the <laughs> he, roadie.
1: He asks every time. <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's so great. So, okay, so I'll, I'll vert course a little bit, because I do want to ask you, like, kind of like a, it's not really a personal question, but it's just, like, a serious question, and like, uh-huh. um, so, so back to, like, when you were on the Cosmic Thrill Seekers tour, and, like, you got back, and, like, you know, you realized you had some money, and you just, I'm sure, had, like, a, a lifetime's worth of great experiences over the course of, like, a month or so, I'm sure. Absolutely, 100%. And, and so were there ever any moments because i think this is like real human shit like were there ever any moments after that where like that your ego maybe got you had to check your ego like like you know you're in your day-to-day life people are like giving you shit and in the back of your mind were you ever just like i don't need this because like i'm i'm this person like i matter over here to these all these people and like i i don't have to put up i mean like i'm just trying to think of an example but like at, were, was there ever any times, I guess in general, where the your ego felt like it was starting to get out of hand?
1: Um, you know, I'm not just I'm not just praising myself here. I don't think there ever was our manager. Do you know? You seem pretty involved. Do you know Jake from Counterintuitive, the dude who
0: runs Counterintuitive, Jake Sulzer? I'm a, I'm aware of who that is, but like I don't know him personally. He's our
1: manager too. He's like one of my closest friends, and he okay. always he always tells me. And I completely agree. And I'm happy that he sees it. He's like, core, you know what? Something I'll never have to worry about with you. Your ego will never grow ever. Cause you're the most insecure person I've ever met in my entire <laughs> life. Yeah. And I'm like, you know what? That sounds like an insult, but I'm happy that that's something I don't have to worry about. Cause honestly, no matter what happens, I am so incredibly insecure. Like no matter what I like, I have, Stage fright out the wazoo. No matter what, whether I'm playing to ten people or a thousand people, I will be shaking shit in my pants before I get up on stage.
0: That kind of takes away another question. It's just like what you know, if when you're on a like a tour and you're selling out shows, are you still the same level of nervous, or are you even more nervous because then like now there's an expectation, right? Because now you now you have to kill it.
1: yeah I I wouldn't say more or less. It's a different kind of nervous because like when you're on a let's say we get a support, we get like a a tour supporting a bigger band, like a way bigger band to the point where like, we are nothing. You know what I'm saying? There's tours like that. Yeah, people don't even
0: show up for you. Yeah. (laughs)
1: Right, yeah, exactly. So it's like, on those tours it's, it's anxiety inducing because it's anxiety inducing and it also is kind of fun because it feels like you're playing like Guitar Hero or a rock band in the sense where it's like these people have no idea who the fuck you are. Like you are literally winning these people over or losing them like e- either these people like either these people watch your set and are like holy shit i'm gonna buy a shirt or a record or go like download them on spotify or these people never hear your band name again you know so it's almost like Cut. you can win or lose at, at a support show when you're playing as a supporting act whereas
0: i don't you hear me you've been like cutting in and out i'm i'm sorry What'd you say? It's just like, I don't know if it's the internet. I don't know if it's the internet or something, but you're like cutting in and out.
1: Should I repeat what I just said? Can you hear me? Hello? This is where I'll
0: insert something that goes. We are experiencing technical difficulties. <laughs>
1: <laughs> can you hear me right now?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now I can.
1: Okay. As soon as I start cutting out, will you tell me?
0: Yeah, yeah. Now now you're Completely fine, but like okay. I kind of missed. uh Well, actually, it'll if you are recording this whole time, it'll still I, I, show I'm up. Not,
1: the, the, my 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 program crashed, so I'll just I'll just oh. tell you I'll say what I said again. I'm yeah. just saying when when you're a, when you're a supporting act, it's like you, you are. um It's anxiety inducing and a lot of fun at the same time for the same reason because it feels like you're playing like rock band or Guitar Hero, in the sense that like you're literally like you're either winning these people over and they like your set enough to buy a shirt or like download your album on Spotify. Yeah. Or or on the other hand, they don't give a shit and they never hear about you ever again. So it's like, it's like a game you either win or lose. So that's anxiety inducing and fun. Whereas a headliner we're as a headline show, we're like, let's say like, a sold out headline show everyone's there for you that's fun because you obviously go into it with the expectation of like okay everyone fucks with me you know what I, like everyone fucks with my music already like i have nothing to prove yeah dude but there's also the extra anxiety that okay all these people know our songs they have expectations of us and we have to meet those expectations yeah and that's that's scary as well so i feel like they're both equally fun and Which terrifying. honestly, though,
0: dude, which honestly is probably just you're making it up in your head, and I say that as someone Ye- who would probably have the exact same thing, because everybody's so cool March. and understanding, and, like, it's such a community, and, like, everybody's so, like, they probably... The very reason people resonate with your music is probably because you have those feelings, and yet you still have them. You know what I mean?
1: Yes, I do, but I also... This is also, this could also be my anxiety talking to this could all be in my head and I could be making this up, but I do feel like if you don't meet those expectations, there will be kids on like our emo or something who are like, damn, like,
0: yeah, that,
1: that band isn't like, that band is not as tight as you want them to be like live. You know what I'm saying? Like I I feel like those those opinions will exist. If, yeah. if if someone loves your band and they go and they know all your songs perfectly and they, and you don't live up to their expectations, I feel like they will have a public opinion about that.
0: Honestly. Yeah. A lot yeah. of people will dude. And like, yeah, that's actually a really good point that I, I wasn't really thinking about. Um, but yeah, cause I mean, cause I haven't had that problem. I've, I've been that person, not like I don't trash bands online. You know what I mean? Like you just have an I, opinion. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I try right. to like, Especially like since I have the podcast now, I, I I try to keep my opinions on like other bands strictly when the mics aren't hot. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Because because yeah, yeah, yeah. if if someone's a nice person, if I don't like their band, I'll still have them on the podcast. Right. You know, like you can as be long as you're not a, dick. Being
1: a fan. Yeah,
0: exactly. Yeah. W- which, by the way, I, I've listened to like your top songs. I haven't listened to your records all the way through, but like I I dig it, dude. Like I think Thank it's. You yeah like like, especially yeah i think like the i was gonna ask you like to maybe get into some of the technical stuff like Mm -hmm. the the about the actual music because it's a music podcast actually but uh, (laughs) uh, it's my podcast i make the fucking rules but uh but like i i dug like the the vocal uh like whatever your top song is i can't remember what it is but you know what it is. it's
1: probably really is my guess. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, it's yeah,
0: like, yeah. The, I think that you may have done this, the same sort of vocal thing on all of them, but like, it's, it's a lo fi sort of feel. It feels yeah. very like gritty and grainy. Yep. And I think like, I feel like that endears to people because I'm, I'm the, I'm the complete opposite. Like, I'm extra shit when it comes to, like, vocal production. Like, I like to create a layer of separation between, like, myself and, like, the art, if you will. So, like, for sure, for ha- doubling sure. the vocals and doing a bunch of harmonies, that kind of makes it feel less like it's just coming straight out of me. And that's because wow. I have anxiety and I'm vulnerable and, like, I'm afraid of... Of people associating See, my lyrics the, with me i
1: put the filter on my vo- I, the, the, the the filter on those old songs the distorted filter on, on those old songs are the for the exact same reason it's just Word. me being insecure in my voice and i'm just like let's try to mask this as much as possible so yes i feel you i feel you but 100%. also it makes it
0: it's musical though you know what i mean like yeah it, it can be like motivated by that insecurity but the 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 trick is to do it to mask it in a way that lends itself to what the music is trying to do, and I felt like you guys did a nice job of doing that. Thank like you. it, it doesn't sound like shit. You know what I mean? Thanks. Like it, if like you could you can like make the vocals like traditionally not good, not saying you do you know what I'm saying? Like they don't yeah, sound absolutely. like Taylor Swift, but
1: right. um, right? I'm screaming and not, yelling like an idiot.
0: Yeah, it's not Jack yeah. Antonoff produced, you know, but it, right. it lends itself to the music and yeah uh, no, I
1: definitely feel you. And I feel like we've shied away from the, uh, uh, our last record we released cosmic thrill seekers. There's, I, there's very little of that, uh, filter over the voice, the, the distortion that we, we've been talking about. Yeah. And I did, get, I did start getting into the, um, like, I think probably like probably 12 of the 14 songs. All, all my, all my lines are doubled. I, I, I got really into the texture of my doubled voice. It was our first time discovering that, and we were all really excited about how it sounded. It's classic, dude. It's a so classic we, trick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's and I feel like I hate, dis- I don't like describing myself because I feel pretentious, but I'm going to for the sake of this conversation.
0: No, I feel you, dude.
1: Um, I feel like my voice is, the way I sing is kind of unreliable and unpredictable in the sense that like, I'm yelling like my voice could crack. My voice could like,
0: shiver. yeah, dude. My,
1: it could shiver a little bit. So when you double that, the takes are so different that it creates this texture that a weird we're, chorus
0: we're, effect almost. Yeah, ex-
1: that's exact. That's exactly what it is. And we, yep. we and we did that for like ninety five percent of the record. And we we're all so excited that we discovered that texture because it was just like I think game changing for the Prince Daddy Canon. Like I feel like we'll, we'll never not do that again because because we love how much it sound we loved how much it sounded and it uh also we have uh, we this is our first record with our new drummer Daniel Gorham from the band um pictures of Vernon, and okay. he sing, and he sings as well, so we have a lot of harmonies from him on the record too, which is new we didn't have i don't i think we've we had like probably like two harmonies on the first record, whereas this record we have like you know, every every everywhere there's there's tons of yeah. different production things going on and fun little studio tricks, you know.
0: Yeah. See like I love I'm I'm big into like Manchester Orchestra, like bands that do a lot of like harmonies and things like that yeah i I, i'm really drawn to that i think like if the fact that you said you only had like two or three harmonies on a record i'm like good for you dude like the fact that you were even able to like bring yourself to like have the confidence to release something like because i'm just like harmony like heavy dude like i mean the
1: first record for us was literally just like 11 or 12 pretty straightforward pop punk songs with me just like screaming about it was essentially just a breakup record you know so it was yeah. just like it was very off the cuff uh just
0: uh I, I think like the the raw maybe maybe raw would be a word for raw. it raw
1: yeah yeah it was it was very raw and and
0: it was impulsive that's a good word like that's a really interesting word to think about music too cuz like i'm a really impulsive person but somehow like the record i'm making right now is like the complete other opposite of my personality in the sense that like i'm taking months and months and months to put out five yeah. songs and like Dude, i feel it's you. it's it's like so it's gonna be so polished i'm trying to make up for lost time too because like good, though. that's positive yeah that's, yeah that, i mean
1: i, I feel like I, I honestly like i the our first record i thought you like leaving what was very um impulsive in a sense like I don't know like I graduated high school my girlfriend broke up with me I wrote a record you know what I'm saying and we recorded it yeah. that, that that's all there is to it whereas Cosmic Thrill Seekers our second record was like very very calculated and intentional everything every little yeah. every sound you hear every transition every lyric every callback it's very intentional and calculated and I feel like it paid off and it was it's something that I I mean as far as right now it's looking like i mean i i think i'm going to be proud of that for the rest of my
0: life that record that honestly. dude that's one of the best thing that's one of the thing i keep telling myself every time i book another day in a studio i'm like this money is worth it because i will literally have this forever
1: forever like, it's a footprint my exactly. children's
0: children will be able to hear their fucking great grandpa you know and just exactly. like or, or grandpa i don't i don't know I didn't do the math very well there. <laughs> two beers, two, beer, two beers deep, but you know what I mean. Like you, yeah, that's absolutely. the beautiful thing about art, man. Like you get to have this piece of yourself, a little snapshot, immortalized. Yes. Yeah,
1: a hundred percent. And that's what was so special about it for me. It was like this is something I took three years to work on, three, four, five. I don't know. Like like I was working on this record before I even finished the first record. So it's like yeah. to have this finished and to be the way I want it was just so much more special to me than the first record where it was like okay let's just put a record out there because we're a band and we need one and yeah we have so- and we have songs done like it's not just to me it's not just about that like this record is like something that i think could be like a snapshot of my life that i could show my kids and i could be like this is me at 22 you know what i'm yeah, saying
0: Yeah, dude it deserves the time and the care and the attention yeah. to detail yes, absolutely Do you find yourself resonating with like one style over the other? Do you feel like you resonate more with like the um, taking your time or do you feel like like just on a personality basis, do you feel like taking your time and like really ironing out being the details is more, more you or do you feel like more the impulsive just throw it all down? Like which, which do you Uh, find like is.
1: I think, I think now in my uh, career, I guess.
0: I've found Call it, it. It's a career. Yeah, I guess
1: it's a career, right? <laughs> close enough, close enough. I think I've found um where each of those things should be present and I feel like as far as like the manic impulsive yeah. thing that should come in the songwriting stage. Yeah. Like, like I I feel I feel like when I'm manic and impulsive and I write a song, those are my best songs. However when it comes I feel to, you. When it comes to like production, I feel like that should be a little bit more calculated and intentional and um yeah like at, i know what you mean production f- i feel like songwriting and production i feel like most people think like oh a song is so fucking good because the songwriter is so good but i feel like oh
0: no, dude <laughs> that's 50%, that's
1: 50 that's 50 percent. like the other, if like, that you know yeah if that yo like the pr- pr- production of a song is so important and it's not even just like the producer or the engineer it's Like these people with with the minds who like know what they want this to sound like sonically, whether it's like multiple instruments or guitar tones or like harmony, like whatever it is, like there's so much to a song besides just a chord progression, a melody and, and lyrics. And I feel like the chord progression, melody and lyrics should be the impulsive manic part. And I feel like the rest of it should be the calculated, like this should be here, this should be here, this should be here, almost like a math equation in order to make it the best it could possibly be
0: cutting out again you there yep i'm here now
1: did you catch that did i cut out
0: uh i caught you're yeah you're like still yeah you're still cutting out Uh, um
1: i don't think it's my mic i haven't touched anything
0: i think it's probably just the internet whether either like where i am or where you are
1: my internet says Goddamn full Albany, bars. York, can you dude. hear me? Goddamn Albany, New York. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, now uh, I can hear you.
1: Okay, let me know when it's cutting out again. I'll try. No, out. you're I'll yeah.
0: Go. No, you're good now. Um, okay, but you're cool. you're talking about just um, like production, like how we were saying, like how it's uh, it's, you know, the songwriting is half the battle, or if that, you know.
1: Yeah, I less maybe. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like writing the chords and the lyrics and the melody to a song. That's like very important and that's it's kind that's of the
0: like, easiest part sometimes almost.
1: Oh, not not almost, yo. That is always the <laughs> easiest part. It's the yeah. it's, it's the most organic natural part. Is like
0: Dude, I feel like I'm not even responsible a lot of times for the shit I write because it, it just, just comes happens out. No, that's yeah. exactly
1: it. That's exactly it. It's not
0: it. work. The work is everything that happens afterwards. Dude,
1: literally 100%. Yes. Yes. Like the work <laughs> it, the work is is like okay you have lyrics a melody and a chord progression right
0: yeah so how do you make that into gold you know
1: exactly now you now you now you go to your band or you go to your producer whatever and now there's a million different options for sounds for like for like changing the structure for whatever it may be you know what i'm saying like yeah guitar, guitar tones harmonies uh, multiple different like orchestral instruments or whatever, like whatever it may be. There's so many different like places and avenues this could go that could make this either gold or a stinker. You know?
0: Yeah. And
1: it's like the, the the actual skeleton of the song is one thing, which is it's important, obviously. Like it 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 matters, right?
0: It's actually but that's it not, is I, really important, but
1: it's very important, but it's not going to make or break the song. Like everything yeah. collectively makes or breaks the song. Yeah. You know it's 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 just the sum. it's just everything together that makes a song special not not just the songwriting or the production or the lyrics or the chords or whatever it's everything together fitting together like a puzzle that makes a song yeah dude worthwhile so like
0: i'll next question (laughs) uh so like i'm i'm the type and i want to see like what since you said you write the songs for the band and everything i'm gonna Mm -hmm. tell you like how i am and then like you can tell me i feel like we've like have a lot of similarities like i feel like i would definitely fucking chill with you at some point like (laughs) for sure i'm definitely gonna like i'm definitely gonna come see you guys in michigan and be like hey i'm the guy that we talked to
1: please Uh, i would love to meet you in real life yeah Yeah,
0: dude yeah because like this is a this is definitely a good episode but um so like when it comes to my own music i'm the Songwriter and again, like like you what you said, talking about yourself is feels ultra pretentious. Feels like I, that's yeah, how I sure. yeah. But Let's like I'm I write the songs and I produce them too. Like so, like when I'm in the studio, like I kind of am the producer also. Like right. I I work with a, a a good producer, but like it it's just it just comes naturally. Like I I know what I want everything to sound like. I I know Absolutely. like I record you have I a record vision. everything. Yeah yeah, and it's just like you know the drummer. The only thing I don't do is the drums, and, like, I just do everything else, and it's just, like, I just feel better that way, and...
1: Yeah, absolutely, I But get it's that. also, like,
0: more, it, it puts a little bit more... It's, I guess more pressure. It's like more vulnerability because it's like, this is all, I can't like pawn it off on anybody if something sucks, you know? Right. Yeah, absolutely. I'm just curious, like what, (laughs) what kind of role you play? Like when, like when you write the songs, like Uh how much of it is there in your head? Like how much production do you do? Or do you like, kind of like to, and I'm not saying this is like, uh, for people who do this it's like a, a knock but like some people just like they write the song and then they leave it in the hands of the producer they trust whereas i don't trust anybody with oh, my no. shit and i just have no, to no. have it how i want it
1: yes i i have honestly going into the studio with me to record is hell for my bandmates for the producer <laughs> our producer yeah. is, our producer is he's like a really close friend from albany his name is scoops like he records everything we do pretty much. He recorded everything besides the first full length. He's like a really close friend and he gets it. He get he gets that like, mm, I have a very strict vision when it comes to writing. Songs. Yeah. Uh, like generally my songwriting process is like, I'll literally open up a pro like a project on reason or GarageBand or pro tools or whatever. I'll write the drum part. I'll write the bass part. I'll write two guitar parts, and I'll write a vocal melody, and then a couple weeks later, I'll write lyrics along the vocal melody, and then I'll teach that to the rest of the band, and then they'll kind of they'll uh, they'll learn the exact parts, and then play with it a little bit to make it their own, and then there's a the song. And but
0: see, for- I, the fact that you could even do that is like you found a good band because like. <laughs> I feel like I have to <laughs> micro I have to micromanage fucking everything. But.
1: <laughs> for cosmic thrill seekers it was especially probably frustrating for the band because that record was written front to back and everything bass drums, like trumpet, and like whatever, play- lyrics, everything. Yeah. From track one to fourteen, that was written before they heard a single song. Wow. I wrote that, that 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 record specifically. I was I was very uh, I made I was I wanted Hands. to be perfect. I wanted to be perfect before I showed anybody it. To be honest, I wanted to make yeah. sure that it was something I was one hundred percent proud of. Yeah,
0: yeah, dude. I completely understand that. Like a yeah. hundred a hundred percent. Like I think my goal is to one day like I have a band right now like, and I'm in the process of, like, teaching them the songs, but it can, like, when you said it can be a hell to go into the studio with you, it immediately made me think, like, no one goes even goes into the studio with me. Like, (laughs) because it would be such a nightmare. Like, it's, I hate being at band practice sometimes because, like, if somebody isn't playing something like the way I know that I want it to Uh sound, or it it just, I can't have fun. Like, and I just feel like yeah it's like and i always but also at the same time i feel so bad trying to tell another musician who i respect that i don't want them to do what they're doing you know it also
1: sucks because like like when you do that like when you are the like this sounds weird to say this but just for the lack of a better term like the head of the band like the head of the band you know what i'm saying yeah 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 it, it feels really weird to be like having all these, like, points and counterpoints to, like, what your bandmates are playing, when in their head they're like, yo, like, you're playing this sloppy, why, like, you know what I'm saying? But it's like, I do recognize that, it's just like, I'm not gonna fucking say that over the mic to myself, like, Corey, play this part better, it's just like, those parts don't come out, because I... I'm thinking them instead of saying them. Whereas to you, I actually have to vocalize it, which sucks. And I hate to vocalize it. And (laughs) also, I also feel like it sounds like right now that I'm like talking about my band. Like they are like some, like,
0: bunch of Monkeys. lemmings Yeah, like, <laughs> which, if i not taught my drummer all, to play drums
1: <laughs> this is not the case at all my band is more talented than i am and they do everything almost perfect so i hope i don't sound like like. hey the
0: way that. you're holding that pick is wrong
1: <laughs> <laughs> excuse me can you please hold that with your thumb instead
0: yeah right <laughs> no <laughs> i I, my... I don't think you're not coming across like that don't worry okay
1: cool because because my bit like they, I, I would not rather be playing music with anyone else in the world than the three people i'm playing music with yeah like i am very grateful for that like i they are better musicians than i am it's just that i have the ocd compulsive uh vision in my head of just being stubborn and
0: picky yeah we're you're one of those people that remind me how unoriginal i actually am as an individual because there's so many people that are just like me (laughs) (laughs) you know what i mean like i i get like it's it's been it's been cool to do this man like i yeah, have to yeah. i have to Thanks. start wrapping it up here for sure for sure um but for real like i will come see your band please when, do when you come to detroit I would love to and, meet. yeah if you guys ever need i don't know do you, what, what do you guys do on tour do you guys crash in hotels do you like find people to stay with no i've seen usually big bands like buddies' houses and stuff if you ever need a place to crash in detroit dude hit me up because fuck I, yes I appreciate my, that. Honestly. Yeah. My house is a musical kingdom, dude. I just I do podcasts in the living room and I have band rehearsals in the in the basement. We can do bit. a
1: live <laughs> podcast with the whole
0: band. Fuck yeah, it'd be so awesome, yeah, dude. Yeah, baby. But for real, I do like you you coming on here is like not to make you feel weird, but like it's it's a definitely a favor to me because your band is bigger than my podcast. So like No, it's a favor
1: to me to be on here, honestly, homie. Truly. I I, I appreciate you having me
0: yeah for sure and like you know i i hope that like when you, you share this with your followers or whatever and they'll they'll get to see like a a part of you that maybe they haven't before you know and then like
1: oh you know you're getting a retweet
0: oh hell yeah dude you this, know
1: you're getting a tweet baby don't you yeah, worry
0: dude yeah but yeah it's it's been it's been my pleasure honestly and I, honestly i wish you guys the best of luck like Thank you. it's i i love you know meeting people even if it's on discord that like seem to deserve the success they have like i i appreciate I that love to root for people that have humility like that you know what i mean
1: that means a lot to me sincerely sure, thank dude. you
0: well have a have a swell evening and everything you and too. Uh, have
1: a great night
0: crush thank some more fucking rums and shit that's the plan word all right man you take it farewell.
1: easy. farewell have a great night you too see ya. bye